This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your home life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. This is Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And you know, these days, I'm talking a lot about energy and flow and what we bring to situations and how we use it to create our lives and enhance the lives of others, even change the world. I write about it a lot in my new book, You Recharged. You can get that out now in your local bookshop on Amazon, on bookshop.com, wherever you buy books. But you know, it's important to me because I went from a place of being so dull and stuck and bored and very low energy to a place full of vitality. I'm so excited today to talk more about that with somebody who wrote a whole book about transforming energy to elevate our lives. Michelle Welch is the owner and operator of two Soultopia metaphysical stores in Dallas, Texas. She offers intuitive readings, healing sessions, all sorts of things there. She also has experience with crystals and tarot cards, energy work, and guess what? She's also an attorney. So I want to know a little bit about that. And I thought it was uh, some synchronicity today that Michelle's on the show because it's our 111th episode. And for me in my life, that's a big number. And I think Michelle is can share some of her connections to that too and what we can all learn and, and how we can work with our energy to really have a creative expression in this world. Michelle, welcome to Simply Said. Hi, thank you so much for having me and congratulations on this being your 111th episode. That's amazing. It kind of snuck up on me. You know, when I started the podcast, I, I didn't have a clue and I just uh, learned and studied and practiced and, and went forward and people have showed up. So I, I, I love doing it and I love talking about the things and meeting guests like you, because I think we have a lot to learn from each other. So it's a fun thing to get into. I'm, I'm talking about what I want to learn and practice myself, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And then interesting that that's what we tend to write about. Also, I don't know if you did, but I know in my book, that's what I wrote about. People were like, oh, so you have this down, this transforming and transmuting. And I said, oh no, I don't have it down. (laughs) I, I can give you some, I'm working on it, but I'm not there. None of us are totally there yet, or we wouldn't still be here. I don't think. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and, and that's right. I write about what I want to learn and what I want to practice. And, the, and your new book, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life, just came out earlier this year, right? 
It, it was in January, I think it was January 9th. You know how time is right now. I don't <sighs> know. Um, yeah. It was released, you know, that, that one, that number one um, uh, number, it was released in January. And so it's been out a, a little, a little while now. It feels um, some days long and some days um, a really short time. So <laughs> tell me about this. How does an entrepreneur, how does an attorney start talking and studying and uh, practicing energy management for lack of a better term? Well, I think it's something that we all probably are striving to do all, all of our lives in some way or another as far as time management, which is energy. But we don't realize that, some of us don't realize that everything is energy. And so as an attorney, what happened with me was I was just all over the place. I tend to be a little bit chaotic sometimes um, with a lot of people would maybe label that ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to label it, um, you know, the, all the labels. But I have a lot of things going on in my head and I, I'm not always grounded. Let's put it that way. And uh, so as an attorney, I was also just in a place where I wasn't really happy you know, use the word at the beginning, kind of, I believe you said maybe stuck or bored. I, I just didn't know what my life was really going to be about. And, and there I was just life was just ticking by. And I realized I was blaming a lot of other people uh, mm -hmm. for my unhappiness. I was blaming everyone, but looking at my own, you know, internal factors and what was going on with me first to start minding my own energy. And so that's where this attorney uh, came to begin looking at energy management. I love that. I, that really hits me because I, I started too. I was, you know, I was blaming my husband for not doing certain things. My job was boring, all these things. And I had to take a look and realize that, Hey, I'm the common denominator, right? All these things that don't feel good. I'm the only thing that shows up for each and every one. So maybe I need to start there first. Right. And so that's where, you know, we start there. It doesn't mean that it will always end there because there may be some very, un, uh, un, you know, things we need boundaries and very unhappy, unfortunate things in people's lives, or we don't want to shame people. And, but it, it, to start with an energy scan, like I have in my book of, of an exercise of just scanning our own energy, is this mine? Is this something that I need to deal with that, you know, I need to own? first and if not then it, how do I deal with it otherwise if it is if it does belong to someone else but first look at myself and say yeah like you said I'm the common denominator and if I put up all these walls and these shields and and the things I talk about also in the book to uh, and a lot of us do to protect ourselves if I put up all these walls, I'm going to cut that person out of my life. I'm going to block. I'm going to defriend. I'm going to all these things. All of a sudden, I'm behind the wall with who? I'm behind the wall with myself. <laughs> and if I haven't corrected those things, the things I need to, to work on and manage in myself, I'm there with myself, mm -hmm. right? With those issues still. I so. also think that's kind of empowering because if it comes down to us, it also comes down to us, right? We don't have to wait for something around us to change before we can elevate our energy or mind our energy or right. use it 
differently to empower us. And I think when we elevate ourselves then we're bringing higher energy to the world too. Absolutely. And that's what I, that's you, it's, you said it so succinctly. Wow. You are such a great author. You just said exactly what so many people I wish they would understand because so many people, whether they be empaths or whatever they want to think of themselves as when they are saying, I can't do this. Things are negative. Everybody around me has negative energy and they may really feel that way. But if we don't take it to the next level, we really aren't empowering ourselves. It's really disempowering to a certain extent because we're giving everyone else our power to, in a way. We're actually giving our power away in a sense because we're not taking control of that and managing it. I, I'm ready to learn, Michelle. So <laughs> you write in your book about transforming energy, about transmuting energy. What does that mean? Are these the same thing? And, and how do we do that? How do we begin that process in our life? Yes. So they're close to the same. I, I, as I started writing the book, I started deciding that transforming, the reason I want to distinguish between transforming and transmuting, and I do distinguish a little bit, uh, transforming, I believe would be the best example I can give is when we transform something, we are, because energy never goes away. It just changes form. Uh, there's an unlimited amount and it never goes away. It just changes form. That's thermodynamics, uh, the law of conservation of energy. So we can transform something. We can dress something up and make it look different. But have we really become the alchemist of that situation? Is it, is it, and that's like magic, you know, turning something into gold, you know, like alchemy. And so are, so like, have we poured, have we taken water and put red dye in it? That's transforming it. Maybe it's not a permanent change, but, or, or have we transmuted it to where we've turned water into wine and we have really taken hold of that situation and again really empowered ourselves and managed it and transmitted it's, it's a subtle difference but there is a difference in my opinion of, of the energy shift in transforming and transmuting but it's a process and a lot of us are still in the you know transforming stage and that's okay and, uh, and, and the way to begin to do it is, I think, with, with little things. I think is to begin knowing our own energy, like we talked about before, and then to know how to, and to, to sense energy, then to sense our own energy, to know what is ours, and then to start knowing what is others, you know, even though we lean into other energy and we're all one, but that subtle difference. And then to know how to literally manipulate energy and a lot of that is with visualization which a lot of people say they can't do it but if you if they if something they love like if if we say to them well think about and this is uh my stepson loves his car so if I say well think about that uh it's like a one of those little cars those Miatas or something that used to we used to have back in the day well he's rebuilding one if I say well visualize that car and it's white, now turn that car into the color red. He can visualize that, right? He can do that. So that's visualization. 
So that is, that's how he can, we can start transmuting, transforming initially, but transmuting, literally changing energy into from anger, if we have it, into something we can use like vitality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You talk about first knowing your own energy and then scanning to make sure, is this my energy or is it not? And releasing what doesn't belong to us. How do we know if it's our energy? Okay. So this is the best way I would say is it's practice. So what I would do, and it's, it's hard to remember to do it. So it's the best way to do is to get in a habit of doing it. So let's say uh, one example is before we, we meet for, for our interview, you would, you would say, okay, this is how I, I'm going through my, my mental, my physical body first. How do I feel? I'm going to, I'm going to literally just go through, okay, my feet feel good all the way up to, do I have a headache? You know, just, and you get faster at it as if, the more you do it. And then I'm going to go through my mental. Okay. This is, what am I thinking about? You know, I'm thinking, I, I mean, I've got pretty good thoughts in my head. I'm, and then emotionally, is there anything emotionally bothering me? What's going on with me emotionally? What's going on with me spiritually? Do I feel connected to anything? Do I feel connected to, to source or God or whatever that is to someone? Uh, or and, and how do I, where am I on that? And then the minute you meet with me, is there a shift in that? Is there any kind of shift? Yeah. And so let's say then we use an example getting a little bit more where we can use this example of getting in a meeting or going to the grocery store. It was a little different, difficult during COVID, but let's say we have that, but you still could use it for, you know, if somebody was over zoom or something, they could still use that example or talking on the phone to someone, but let's say they go in the grocery store before they go in, they, that do, they do that, you know, all the bodies, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual scan of themselves you know, and then they go into the grocery store and all of a sudden they, they're, they're like, you know, I'm really, I'm getting kind of a headache I didn't have before. What, what is that? Mm. And, uh, or all of a sudden I'm just, just not feeling a real good. And that could be, it's not so much that it's, oh, there's this low negative vibe and this is a horrible place it could be that there's just somebody that's just not aligned with their energy in a situation they may be three women or three people it doesn't matter if it's women three humans talking at a table and somebody's saying something that's just not aligning and it, it and they can still have a good conversation but it may be given a sort of a a feeling in their gut and, and if they didn't do that scan earlier, they might not, they may think, oh, my stomach kind of hurts. And mm. if they did a scan, they'll know that's not really my energy. That's the other person's or it's the way that vibration is making me feel. That's what I mean by that. That makes sense. And you talk about the emotional ripple effect and, and science tells us too, that this happens, right? We exchange and share the energy of emotion. So we've all felt this. If you're having a great day and your kid walks in and had a terrible day, the energy drops a little bit. If it's same with your partner, or if, if you're feeling really negative and you end up hanging out with some girlfriends who are really upbeat, your energy is going to uplift a little bit. So it's important to know then what our baseline is, where we're at at that moment. So when that stuff comes in, we can distinguish what belongs in me, where I started and what's coming at me from the world. Right. And then we can decide, do I, am I in the situation 
in this moment in time today that I want to get away from it, Hmm. or I want to use some of my tools to be around it and and put a bubble or do some affirmations or, you know, just use a crystal to shield from it. Or do I want to transmute and I want to stay in this situation, but I'm going to feel that energy and I'm going to hold it right out in front of me. And I'm going to say, you know, I take that negativity that I say it this way. I see that negativity that you're sending at my, my way. Maybe they're, maybe they're intentionally doing it. Maybe they're just not being Mm. so nice, you know, or maybe they're not intentionally, but I see that I feel it. And I'm going to transmute that into some vitality I can use for good. Mm. And I'm going to change the form of that. I'm going to visualize because it's just energy. Energy is energy. And I'm going to transmute it and change it into a vitality. And that's where the magic comes in. If a black tourmaline, which is the number one crystal, Shungite can do it too, that we recommend in, we're going to be three stores now, we're opening one in May, that we recommend for, uh, it, it absorbs negativity, allegedly, you know, it, I don't know how it knows really the difference between negativity and positivity, but it does, you know, that's a whole different subject, but, you know, it, it absorbs negativity, it deflects it, which are just, this, the, I talk about these three cycles in the book, and it transmutes it. And one day it just hit me, if a black tourmaline can do that, why can't we? And so why can't I transmute if I'm in the mood, if I'm, if I'm healthy enough that day? But if I'm in a real like, oh, you know, I just can't today. Well, then I need to maybe use my own, use my tools. Or maybe I just need to remove myself from that situation that day. But I may be in a good place where I can transmute that day too. I love this idea because all of a sudden things aren't happening to us. We're a part of what is happening, right? We can make some choices about how our experience is going to feel or go. Right. We turn those, I can't, I can't be around that negativity. I can't go to that, that party because I might see somebody there who is going to get me down. I can't, I can't, I can't to, I choose, or I get to decide. It's my choice of what, where I gauge my energetic well-being to be and what I want to do. And that's true empowerment as opposed to always running and hiding. And we do run and hide, right? We drink too much alcohol, so we numb ourselves or we take it all in and begin people pleasing, trying to make things better, or we deflect and and get apathetic or whatever it is, right? Those are some things that we do when we're not at our healthiest or our best moment or highest energy. So how do we be present in some of this as we're moving through our comfort zone and out the other side to understand this stuff? How can we sit in that and take the time to feel all this and notice this. And, and, you know, I I love that you say we're all empaths because I think people think you are or you aren't, but we're all taking this stuff in. We're, we're affected by energy all day long. So how can we be present to that as we're learning without being bombarded by it? Well, great question. So I think the best place to start. So since we do all lean in and absorb some sort of energy, because if we're all one, we're all, as I say, bumping auras all the time. Mm-hmm. We're bumping auras in all the time. We can't help it. As many bubbles as we put on and stuff, we're still going to absorb things. 
how I would say is we, we really have to start and it sounds like a plug for the book, but it really is, is start with the exercises is start with the exercises in the book. Because if we practice every single day on the small things of really sensing energy, now it's just, I will have people come up to me and they go, I can't even help it now. I, I immediately go to, okay, I'm scanning. Now I'm realizing I'm putting this energy out here and, and I'm holding it out here instead of letting it come too close or I'm deciding which I'm, it's just becoming, making it part of our daily moment by moment routine instead of our natural go-tos of what we did before. I'm not sure if I'm totally answering your question, but it's, it's really learning to integrate these steps of, into our life and to recognize some of those traps that you even mentioned of our, whatever our traps are that we fall into where we kind of um, fall into the old traps of how we will cope that we used to fall into instead of being empowered. Um, I'm, I, I think that's a great suggestion. And I wanna make that our simply start today. Each week we offer a way to get into these practices and start thinking about these ideas. Simply start today by pausing throughout different transitions in your day or different moments and just scanning your energy. What are you noticing? What's your body feeling like? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Right. This is a non-judgmental process, isn't it, Michelle? I mean, we just notice we don't have to say, oh, that's good or that's bad or I need to get rid of that. It's just being present to what is. Totally. Yes. I love that you said that. Thank you. That's exactly right. There's no judgment in it. It's just and really really, we don't have to judge any energy. We just do because of our experiential filters. So we're putting, you know, our decision on how we feel about something. We don't have to judge that at all. We just make a note so that we can then proceed. We make a note of, wow, that's interesting. I didn't even realize that I kind of was feeling a little funny about this mentally or maybe even emotionally. I'll say, I, I have that, but now I've noted that. So now if I go into a meeting at work where there's that person who kind of sometimes gets on my nerves a little bit, I might not be as quick to just assume that it's that person getting on my nerves. I may realize I started my day with a little bit of edgy. It's not a judgment of myself. It's just a, an observation so that I can then manage the situation in a little bit different way. This really works great for getting on social media. Okay. Mm. So before I get on that computer, what kind of mood am I in? You know, where am I mentally? Am I in the mood to kind of, you know, spar with somebody? I'm an attorney. Am I in the mood to, uh, you know, my daughter's in law school. She's a young attorney. And when you're a young attorney, man, you, they kind of teach you to not fight, but, you know, make your case. So what kind of mood are you? And I don't know if it's just really mood, but, you know, what mental state are you in? Are you in the mental state to get on there? Or should you just scroll on by, you know, <laughs> just keep scrolling yeah. and, and maybe just leave it alone. And that's when a great scanning of your energy would be a perfect time is before getting on social media, I think. 
I, I love that approach, especially now, because there's a lot of intense energetic experiences going on around us as well as within us, right? Um, and that doesn't mean you have to do anything but notice. I need to scroll back with my teenage girl once in a while when we're interacting and say, okay, maybe I'm bringing this energy to the mix. And, and that's not helping me right now. That's not making me feel good right now or supporting her. So I love that idea. Um, I also... Often I talk about, for me, curiosity is my superpower because you touched on it too. When I am curious, I'm not worried or anxious or angry. I'm curious. I'm all in like, huh, that's interesting. I'm feeling that. I wonder what that's about. Or I wonder what emotion comes with that. Or I wonder when I'm wondering, when I'm curious, I'm engaged in my life in a different way that's more neutral than inflamed by anger or emotion or overthinking or the other things that I can do so well. Oh yeah. I love that. And I didn't know if we wanted to talk about it now, but you know, that curiosity, because that, that ties in with that synchronicity. Um, so, uh, you know, the curiosity of life, you know, that's when we can look for all those, those aha moments. And th that's when our life can be really beautiful. And I don't, I think that's when, when you notice you're in that place, that's probably why, you know, you're doing one of the reasons I, I would assume you, you are doing so well and prospering is because you're in those I think that's even more than neutral. I, I it, you don't have to label as positive, but it's, it's a, it's uplifting, yeah, right? It's, yes. It's uplifting. And it's an active thing. Like I'm not passively sitting there, you know, I'm engaging yeah. with the energy and I want to continue on this thought because you and I touched on it a little bit before this episode began. There've been some synchronicities for me coming up to this interview. And one is I'm talking to an intuitive and an energy expert, on for the 111th episode. And I see 111 all over the place or 1111 on the clock. And I was asking you about that because I know there's some energy for some people tied to that number. Is, is that baloney or what do you think about that kind of stuff? I don't think it's baloney at all. Uh, I totally believe in synchronicity. I totally believe in signs and, and symbols. And those are all a little different, just like the transforming and transmuting can be a little different. But let's just throw them all together for right now and just say synchronicity, things that happen that maybe are coincidental or we think they are. We, they, we think they're coincidences. And, uh, but then we start noticing them all the time. And maybe we haven't even designated that as our sign or symbol. We haven't said, you know, show me, give me a sign by showing me three blue, you know, I almost said three blue jays. That would be a really good sign, wouldn't That'd it? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> show me a sign by showing me three blue jays. <laughs> Tell me you know, about three, by the, by three cardinals or something like that. And, uh, but that, that 111, those repetitive, the, the 111, and if it, is it not just so uncanny, literally you'll be thinking it and you look at your phone or you, you're driving and there it is. And it's always, a lot of times people will associate it with people who've passed or it's a symbol or, of a reminder of your, your guides are with you or your loved ones are with you or just the universe has your back. 
but it's also, I think, because it has those leadership numbers in it and also those master numbers of the universe in there, those just the, uh, the beginning. Uh, and, and master numbers would be like an 11 in, in numerology, which you re- wouldn't reduce to a two. So uh, uh, there's just so much that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would think of them maybe as angel numbers. So wherever someone's coming from in their beliefs, I think that is across the board that people there, maybe there's doubters about it, but the minute then that they start, if you tell it to them, all of a sudden they'll start going, Oh no. Okay. Now I'm seeing those numbers. All the time. <laughs> that's how, I, I love the notion that the universe has my back, you know, that that's a comforting notion that we're, we're creating something together. It's just not me against the, the world or the world against me. We're doing something together. I think that's, that's cool. Right. Yeah. That brings us to the Simply Nifty segment of the show where I offer up an item or a practice or a concept that I find really cool. And I hope you can help me with this, Michelle, because one of the things that I think are Simply Nifty is my crystal that's hanging in the window. And you touched on something, the black tamarind. How did you say that? Black tourmaline. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's my East Texas accent that makes it sound like I said <laughs> it's black tourmaline. Uh, and they come in different colors too, like, you know, pink tourmalines. But black tourmaline, I love so many. And I'm do- making a crystal card deck right now. Let me tell you another one of my favorites called selenite. And selenite, it's, it starts with an S. It is a form of gypsum. And gypsum is what we used to use in, and still do, in plaster of Paris. Mm. So that that, the stuff we put in our walls and those old timey casts, sometimes we still wear those, the kind that, you know, we'd have to put on our arms, right? If we broke our arm, those, the the kind that back in the day, those kind where they wet the the stuff around your arm, they have different ones now, I think that maybe but um that's selenite but they come in like wand forms it comes in all different forms what it does for you and it's primarily a white color there's a bunch of different ones and there's also an orange but i'm talking about the white selenite i call it the sage of crystals now joking i'm gonna joke about this but one time I said, it's the sage of crystals. And somebody asked me, well, how do you light it? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's, it's instead uh-huh. of using sage, you use the crystal. <laughs> you don't light it. Don't uh, light it. And, but anyway, it's, you can take it and almost stand like you're going through security at the airport and you can wave it around you, your, your auric field. That's that field that kind of goes out from your body and you can wave it all around and even do your palms of your hand because we touch so many things or a lot of energy is there a lot of our little bitty baby chakras are there which connect to our heart and you can do it underneath your feet because that connects to our root chakra which is where our stability is and it will clear our auric field and it also can help with some pain uh, not to replace a doctor, of course, and no crystal will do that. Your doctor of your choice, but it's supplemental to that. And it also is great for helping us sleep. And so I love my selenite. It is incredible and it's very affordable. I think that is simply nifty. I'm going to get some now. Now, I know you probably offer those things in your stores, right? Yes, we do. And and I'm in, in Oregon and the uh, 
new renaissance bookshop has some great options and you can even buy some of these things online is that right oh absolutely okay so it doesn't have to be a personal connection you can get you can get the crystal and bring it in from any source oh absolutely and and like you would want to go to if if your local bookstore, New Renaissance, if they if they sell it online, people might, might want to get it through them because they would know that it's a reliable source of a crystal or through us or some, you know, a reliable source of a crystal. As you know, some of the online places, you just want to know who you're getting it through. Sure, sure. You're getting it online. Yes. Well, I have loved this conversation, Michelle. I have learned a lot. I'm excited to think about this and, and to start scanning and really pay attention to what I'm doing with my energy. If we want to learn more about your shops and your work and your book, how can we find you? The easiest way is just uh, at Michelle Welch. That's W E L C H dot com. But it's also um, my soultopia.com. Uh, would be two of the very easy ways to get a hold of us. Um, and just, you can put Soultopia uh, in a Google search and you can find us. Uh, and we're in the Dallas area, but we actually are probably going to be expanding at some point out of here, depending on how things go. And I believe things are going to get better in our world. So. I do too. I do too. And do you do online sale, sales as well? Yes, we do. So and that, people I, can get selenite from you if that's something they want to check out done. Absolutely, they do. We even have selenite little beaded bracelets, which go like crazy. Cool. Yeah. Yes. This, this is all really interesting. And I love um, this notion that that we can interact with our energy in a, a different way. I mean, like we touched on before, we're bringing it anyhow. We might as well learn how to mind our energy and, and use it uh, for, toward our purpose and, and uplifting, hopefully, not only our own lives, but the world. So thank you for being here today. Michelle Welch is the author of The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life. I thought it was a fun read. I learned a lot. I'm thinking and excited to try some of this stuff. Michelle, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And I am Polly. You can find me at pollycampbell.com. You can link up to other Simply Said episodes. Find my book there. My book, You Recharge, is available in all the stores, including Amazon and bookshop.com. So get your copy today. And remember, when we start scanning for our energy, when we know where we're at and how we're operating in the day and how we're showing up, then we can be discerning in the other energy we take in and operate from. We have a choice in the energy we bring. Start today by paying attention and noticing your energy. And then we can learn and grow from there. When we do that, I think we'll all live well, do good, and be happy.